0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. One of the situations that we're talking about in this country that this government surprised us with is the announcement of a cut of about a billion dollars to national defense. Now, over the last year, and longer, but particularly in the last year, the federal government, particularly Mr. Trudeau, when he was in Europe, where the NATO leaders was raked over the coals for Canada's minimal, let's call it, contribution to national defense, coming nowhere near the two percent of GDP that were required by treaty and by agreement to spend on national defense. I think we're at about 1.4 percent. And there's a responsibility that we have for our own defense. It's how you Protect democracy, it's how you protect a way of life. And we can't do it if we can't fight for it. We have wonderful people in the armed forces who will fight to their last breath for Canada, but you have to give them the tools to do the fighting. And procurement has always been a mess, and it's not going to get any better if you withdraw a billion dollars of spending for national defense. We're joined by Admiral Mark Norman, former Commander of the Royal Canadian Navy, Vice Chief of the Defence Staff. Admiral, good to see, have you with us. Did you see this coming?
1: Well, good afternoon, Roy, to you and your listeners. It's always a, a pleasure to join you. A crazy week, for sure, as you set up uh, that question. Um, did I see it coming? Absolutely. Um, I saw it coming, uh, whether it was going to be that exact amount or not, it didn't really matter. Um, you can see the writing on the wall. Um, you know, fundamentally, uh, the current government has put the country in a in a financial crisis and uh, something has to give. And defense is always um, a low-hanging fruit when it comes to um, short-term budget cuts. Um, and by the way, uh, no government uh, of any political stripe is immune from this tendency. Uh, the previous government has done it this government's doing it, and um, that to me is indicative of a bigger problem that you and I have talked about frequently. So yeah, that's that's my initial reaction to your questions.
0: Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, when you spoke at the Annual Conference of Defense Associations Institute, you provided me with your speaking notes, and they are on my uh, on my program's webpage, globalnews.ca slash Roy Green. And I, as well, posted them to Twitter this morning, at the Roy Green Show, and in part, Admiral, you said, national security is much more complex now, and it goes well beyond the traditional considerations that have allowed our leaders to naively rely on our physical isolation from many of the threats of previous decades. Canada is no longer immune to events on the other side of the world, and nor is our way of life guaranteed simply because of our proximity to the United States and our relative wealth or advantages as a nation. We're not, but we're behaving like it. And the Americans have made it clear to us as well, have they not, that we should be putting more money into national defense, not less. How will our allies, and particularly the Americans, respond, do you think?
1: Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to shake their heads in complete bewilderment. Um, I don't know the extent to which um, Washington would have been advised of this uh, announcement. Um, I hope that they were given a, a heads up, but that's not really what you're asking me. I mean, fundamentally, this is just yet another indication of the fact, that, as you said, that we're not taking this responsibility seriously. Um, NATO will be uh, equally uh, disappointed and bewildered uh, by this. Um, and, you know, it, it just it just sadly reinforces um, what has been, a continuously eroding uh, reputation uh, on the world stage uh, for us as a, as a reliable partner. And uh, I think that, that that is is going to haunt us for a while. Uh, I don't think that our allies are, are going to really trust uh, anything that this government says. And certainly, um, it uh, even if there were a different government, it will take us a while to dig ourselves out of this reputational
0: hole we've dug ourselves into. <laughs> So, Admiral Norman, how bad are things in the Canadian Armed Forces as far as military readiness is concerned, as far as numbers of military personnel are concerned, as far as available weapon systems are concerned? I guess I'm asking, could we defend ourselves against St. Pierre and Miquelon if they had bad intentions?
1: Well, let's hope they don't. Uh, But to your point, so look... um, let, let me let me answer that in two ways. Let me let me put the the billion dollar cut into context, and let me speak to the actual specifics of your question. So, first of all, you know there will be a lot of people, and I think legitimately it, it's an understandable question. You look at the defense budget, which is around today is around twenty six billion dollars, and let's say, well, a billion out of twenty six, it's not a big deal, and and on the surface that that would be a legitimate comment. The problem is that it's not a billion out of 26, because 23-ish of that 26 is tied up in a whole bunch of fixed costs. I won't bore your listeners with the accounting for national defense, but there's just no flexibility whatsoever in terms of um, how that money gets moved around. It's allocated. And so that really leaves, um, you know, let's say, for sake of argument, three billion dollars, that, that you can actually adjust in year or over short periods of time and the problem is that billion dollars is going to come out of that relatively small amount which is why general air the current chief defense staff has said to his credit and and you know that that's that's a, a brave thing to say publicly uh, when you're sitting next to your minister that, that this is going to have an impact on defense now to your your other question related to how bad are things well you know I, I'm, I'm not directly plugged in anymore, as you'll appreciate. But, but certainly, you know, if you look at it from the perspective of rusting out equipment, which is a common story, you mentioned procurement, uh, we're not able to replace things uh, in a timely fashion. The stuff we do have is uh, rusting out, rotting out, or sitting um, uh, in, in, in a state of, of unreadiness. Uh, most of the Army uh, equipment major systems uh, have been gutted uh, to try and support the uh, the legitimate need uh, for Ukraine to defend itself, uh, the Battle Group in Latvia is uh, our our forward deployed uh, high readiness army unit, um, and it's uh, in desperate shape. Um, the the Air Force struggles with uh, flying hours and the availability of its own aircraft. Uh, the Navy is uh, you know. Uh, Waiting for ships that have been promised for well over a decade and still are not under construction yet. So you know it's a pretty dismal state. Oh, and by the way, let's add to the reality here that um, there's probably twelve to fifteen thousand people missing from the ranks of the regular force. Which, um, <laughs> and I read this this morning. Um, I don't. I can't fact check this. But I'm told that Revenue Canada, CRA, employs 54,000 people. Um, and so my sense is that there are more people working for Revenue Canada right now that are full-time regular force in the Canadian forces, or very close to it. And uh, if, if we're within 10,000 people, that's a pretty scary uh, comparison.
0: Or maybe we could tax anybody who would try to invade us. <laughs> It's, it's sad that, you, that, you know, that we're reduced to making, frankly, silly jokes, but it's the first thing that came to mind. Um, but, but I also want to point out, and, and Admiral, I don't expect you to comment on this, but had you not been able to secure the MX asterisk, the uh, supply ship for the Royal Canadian Navy, brought it in on time, under budget, had you not done that, and it cost you tremendously personally, because of a vindictive federal government and a vindictive prime minister just my point of view i'm just speaking for myself we would not have a deep sea navy we would have a coastal coastal patrol unit service and and that's not that's not canada that's not what we need and that's what that's not going to serve canada's canada's needs so if i can come back to the question of and i think uh, the story a couple of months ago was since 2015 the federal government has hired 98000 New um, government workers. So in eight eight years, 98,000 new government workers. Given the size of our military, given the state of our equipment rusting out, how could we, how well would we fare even supporting our allies were that to become a necessary?
1: Well, okay. So, um, you know, the reality is that uh, the biggest challenge. I think there'd be two challenges in terms of uh, the Canadian forces of 2023. One would be what I would describe as bench strength and the other would be um, the material state of uh, many of the uh, fleets of equipment that um, the women and men of the Canadian forces are, are, are using. Um, so, you know, the bottom line is that Canada is effectively um, contributing what I would describe as um, slightly better than token contributions, and I don't mean token in a pejorative way, but I think it's useful for your listeners. So we look at the battle group in Latvia. I mean that is a forward deployed presence that's designed uh, uh, to be part of NATO's rapid reaction force on the eastern front, butted up right against Russia. So that's real. Um, and you know I don't know the rough numbers, but let's let's say we're in the order of a thousand ish. Um, And it's a full-time job for the Canadian Army to sustain that level of commitment. Um, And uh, so what if something else happens? What if there's more needed? What if we have to surge that capability? I mean, these are the kinds of questions. And these are all uh, very difficult challenges that are being managed on a day-to-day basis. You know, The Navy is uh, currently deployed uh, in the Far East um, with a couple of frigates and a supply vessel that you mentioned earlier. Um, And, uh, you know, that's a good thing. Um, And it's important that Canada be there because, as you and I have discussed, there's a lot of um, potentially troubling things going on over there. But it's not sustainable. And that, again, is a um, sort of full court press, if you will, in terms of being able to sustain that capability. And the Air Force are struggling with similar problems as it relates to the fighter fleet, uh, patrol aircraft, and a lot of other things that, that, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, Canadians shouldn't have to worry about. It's not the responsibility of Canadians to worry about this stuff. It's the responsibility of their government. And so the bottom line is the organization is very fragile. Uh, We don't have the bench strength. The equipment fleets are are woefully uh, inadequate, both in terms of uh, quality, quantity, and their material readiness. So that's, that's a long answer to a, a short question. I apologize.
0: No, no, Admiral, thank you very much. We need to know. We need to be up to date. If somebody's, this government particularly, is cutting a billion dollars from national defense expenditure out of the budget, we need to know how it's going to affect us, because most of us have a good sense that we're not where we ought to be now. Admiral, what about the, the use of the word resilience? you made, you made reference to that several times in your speech in March.
1: Um, you know, I was, I was trying to make the point uh, that this is uh, a layer of the problem that it gets ignored. And, and um, you know, I, I'm thinking of the right analogy for your listeners. But, you know, it's kind of a shop window analogy. You look at things, okay, that looks good. We we always focus on big shiny objects and new stuff and this and that. And, and even if things uh, were in the shop window looking fairly rosy, which... They aren't, uh, as you and I discussed in the last segment. Um, you know what's going on behind uh, behind the, uh, the, the shop window. Um, you know the Potemkin village analogy, and and that's that's part of the problem. And I think you know for your listeners, and we may have discussed this before, but forgive me if I repeat myself. But you know if you think back to some of the experiences that Canadians had to endure uh, through COVID. Uh, even in, in especially in the early days where we realized that, you know, we had given up on things. Um, we, did, we couldn't make our own masks. We didn't have our own PPE capacity. We didn't have any stockpiles. Uh, we weren't capable of making our own vaccines. You know, these are all decisions that had been made in the interests of um, what, what uh, bureaucrats and managers call risk management um, with with a naive belief that you know when something bad happens we'll we'll have the chance we'll get lots of warning we'll be able to ramp up blah blah you know you can just imagine the the, the, the rationale but the reality is that that things are happening faster um, the, the the world is is a dangerous place in many respects and you know if we don't have those capacities in-house um, uh, when things start to go poorly um, then we don't we don't have the time to ramp them up. Um, I mean, if we can't ramp up PPE production, uh, you're not going to ramp up the production of ships, so vehicles, or aircraft uh, if, if you need them. And I think the war in Ukraine is a very powerful indicator of what modern combat uh, would be like. And for us to ignore some of those lessons uh, would be irresponsible. And, and we've already seen, I'm sure you've, You've been tracking some of the reporting out of uh, NATO uh, concerned in the last uh, several months about stockpiles and the like. So that's kind of an overview of, of what right. resilience means. Admiral, I
0: apologize. I've got to jump in. It's a hard break. I have to go. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.